Movie Sucktastic is a podcast about bad movies and the people that love them. But it's more than just a podcast. It's an, also an online presence. If you want to know more about Movie Sucktastic or want to become a part of Movie Sucktastic, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter, at Movie Sucktastic. You can find our blog at boothreviews.blogspot.com. Or if you want to give your own reviews that we might use on the show, you can go to reviews.moviesucktastic.com and check out our, our own little lunch.com community for Movie Sucktastic. Check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it. A mugging occurs every three minutes. Hey, ladies, you can hear me in there. Open up. A murder is committed every ten minutes. Someone's got to do something. And someone is. Who are you? Just... He's a vigilante. You've certainly picked an unusual hobby. Hobby? Oh, no, my dear, this is not a hobby. And he's turning up the juice <laughs> on creeps. Old enough to kill, old enough to die. Crooks. You can't help being a coward and a murderer. This doesn't change anything! Maybe this will. And killers. Tonight's your night. The way I look at it, when your time comes, your time comes. Bingo. In a mind-shattering... Shocking, isn't it? Side-splitting... Ben Callan. Callan meets... I know you're bacon. Hair-raising... Just pull the wig! Yeah! Spine-tingling... Justice is done. High-voltage comedy. I can get you something real special for you. Rod Steiger, Lauren Hutton, Heather Graham, Lyman Ward, and Isaac Hayes. How about some Kentucky Fried Chicken? No! Good chicken. Guilty as charged. You're listening to Movie Sucktastic. Is it true? Is, are what? we here? We are here. It's, are we back? We are back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, as usual, of course, motherfucker. Now what? What's your problem? No, no, no. I got the movie playing in the background, but what a pain in my ass. It's upside down and inside out. and It is not. And no siree. Fuck it. Yeah, no, it's fine. Uh, you know what? This was... Um, this was not an easy movie to find. No. I had it, to get my copy from you. She did. Uh, <laughs> because this is how hard this movie is to find. It is not out anywhere in the, the, you know, the internet. Nowhere around. Nowhere. You know, all the places that you're thinking out there in internet land, yeah, ain't there. Uh, <laughs> uh, it is not at the local video stores. If you still have any. There's no it such is, thing as a local video store anymore. Well, there's still a couple, you know. They're they're kind of like vintage shops at this point. Um, they're not there. Now, I work for a very large library system, 
and there's 79 libraries involved in this system and they can all loan materials through any of them nowhere not even on vhs was this found in 79 different buildings okay uh, now i used to own a dvd of this so it was released on dvd yes it was yes it yes, was yes now here's the thing when we're done with this episode and i upload it to youtube i'm taking bets now we get flagged I don't a movie think so. I don't... movie this hard to find we get nope. flagged no one even knows this film exists it's the perfect it's the perfect uh <laughs> challenge it you know what it and, is and it's a shame because it's a, it's a cool little film and i it, think it's it probably is. one i mean i'm biased because i challenged it to you and i like it <clears throat> but it's it's uh and i might be pausing periodically i'm losing my voice today for some reason you'd think oh, i yeah. talked all day for a living but uh this film is i think an example of one of the better low budget uh, stylized, I'm not going to say campy because I don't consider it camp, uh, but it's like stylized, a little over the top 80s horror films. Even, or it's in 1991, but it's still kind of yeah. as a well, 80s horror we've film. Had, we've had that discussion where yeah. the first couple of years, you know, two, three years of the next decade is pretty much the decade before. I mean, that's the truth. You know, you didn't get out of the 70s in 1980. It just didn't happen. It was still the 70s in 1980, 81, 82-ish. Okay, you started to get out of it. So, you know what, in all respects, this is kind of an 80s film, because even though it came out in 91, mm, it still yeah. kind of has that 80s feel to it. it it's definitely 80s, it's, 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 and it's actually that kind of uh, 80s into 90s where video stores were uh, becoming mainstream. Yeah. And so this was really that kind of film where, uh, I didn't check to see if it had a theatrical release. It I did. think it did, because I remember seeing movie trailers for it, but this is the kind of film where even though it was made... It had a theatrical release. You know they were thinking about video. You, oh, just, yeah. you just feel it, and it. I just love this film. I mean, I'm a little biased because I'm big into. I like fun horror, and I also like uh, vigilante justice. So I'm a little biased. And I, I got to admit, you know, when you challenged it to me, I, I'd never heard of it before, and I'm like, uh, all right, we'll see what happens. And I, I watched it. I immediately liked it from the first first five minutes that I saw. Immediately, Rod Steiger <laughs> is f fucking lovable, and he's killing people, and he's just lovable doing it. You know? Yeah, yeah I mean, Rod, Rod Steiger plays uh, what's the name of the character again? It's um, uh, Kalen. Kalen. Kalen, or which yeah. is kind of slang for killing. Killing. You know, they, they sure. Play, they play a lot with that <laughs> in the film, and it, it's, it's they do. It it never gets old. And he, uh, he he's a meat he's a meat pe packing plant owner, <laughs> and he has a ha, and he has uh, this nighttime job where he goes out and kidnaps uh, convicts that have escaped the death penalty and right. executes them in his basement. And it's beautiful electric chair with like feathered back to it. Very very beautiful. Yeah, before chair. Game of Thrones took the whole winged chair thing, it's like it was kind of it was in this, you know, it's, yeah. it's pretty neat neat stuff. And, and he's just so nonchalant. He's so charming, so soft-spoken, you know. And he's just enforcing justice every every inch of the way. And he brings in the families so that they can watch, so that they can mm -hmm. have some sort of peace, you know. Like uh, there's one execution uh, where it's it's a, a black family. It's a husband and a wife, and the wife is pretty much she's like catatonic practically. And as soon as this guy fries. She's like, Fry, you motherfucker. <laughs> and he's like, Oh, darling, you've come back to me. <laughs> and then they embrace. And it's like, Oh, that's nice. <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. So uh, Heather Graham is in the film. Who uh, is the reason I terrible yeah. in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I love Heather Graham. I think she's smoking hot. You know, I've, I've loved her ever since License to Drive. But she is god awful in this movie. Right now, you gotta be fair though. I don't think they're really pushing for any sort of realism from from the actors in this. I think everybody was expected to well, be a bit over the top. Yeah, but you know, it, everyone kind of delivers a, a pretty, uh, specifically Steiger delivers an excellent performance. Oh, well, it's it's Rod Steiger. Well, my yeah. favorite part was my favorite part of the whole film was in the trailer where he dives through the window. Says, "What are you, the Justice?" But, he like, but, he, but he's like out of breath because he jumped through a window. He's like, justice. <laughs> it's just, hold on, I'm 70. Just, it's like, justice. 
Because uh, um, I like yeah. to see you do this at my age, okay? I, I just <laughs> like to see that. <laughs> and uh, but I mean, Heather Graham has the weakest character because it's Kimberly. She's the, uh, the 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 crusading like left wing social worker uh, right. who's all about protecting people, and you know he kind of takes her in and under. I, I love the whole thing where he saves her from the rapist right. who uh, played by uh, what's his name, Michael Talbot. My yeah. favorite role of his. He, uh, he's fucking, he's like the best rapist ever. <laughs> In her office, he's like, he's so sweet. And he's just like, hey, would you like to go dancing? She's like, no, I can't. He goes, why not? <laughs> She's like, well, it's against the rules. And he's ten like. Minutes later, ten minutes later, you can't come in here and shake your tits around and expect to get out of it. <laughs> <laughs> if that comes up while we're talking, we are going to stop for that. It's fucking great. <laughs> Uh, he, uh, he, he's, he's, he, I love him in this. Um, but when, when uh, Callan saves Heather Graham's character, Kimberly, mm-hmm. and uh, takes her back, like he's t- giving her this tour of his death camp. <laughs> he's You're like, right. Yeah, and here's why I electrocute him. And oh no no no, it's not a hobby, dear. This is it's what I do. It's important. And he 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 wins her over. Yeah, immediately. It's, and it's it's like he doesn't even try. You know, it's not like that kind of. She knows what we're doing. What do we do? He's well, so especially pure. especially the one convict where he, he the, the guy that he killed didn't have anyone to witness his death. And she's like, "If you would like me to witness his death, because you think it would help him get into heaven, I will." Now, <laughs> and she now, does. Now it sounds like it's poorly written, but I I want to point something out. They kind of it, set up the fact that she is easily swayed. Because her brother's living with her, and he starts going right. through. Remember when you were dating a hippie guy, and you thought you could like, you know, transit, you you you, you know, you could uh, you could uh, t- you, that you were reincarnated from like a gypsy woman from the 17th century, or right. about this person, and he runs through this list of all these different like yeah, uh, this bad laundry list be- of just bad ideas, <laughs> bad beliefs, like like belief systems that she bought into so easily, and right. so it they kind of set up that idea of yeah, she hears something that she's easily swayed to join, and so it's it's. It, you kind of forget that part because they just kind of lay the groundwork for it. But right. yeah, once she gets in there, like you said, but by the end of it, she's like, oh, "I'll watch. You need help? <laughs> <laughs> I'll pull the switch if you really want me to." <laughs> I'm sure if he asked, she probably wouldn't have been opposed to it. Yeah. Now <clears throat> we're mentioning Rod Steiger a lot. There it's are so many fucking actors in this Lauren movie. Lauren Hutton. I mean, just Lauren Hutton. Steals she's like number the two. Movie. Yeah, and, and she has a very yeah. small part in the movie too. No, I don't. I don't think so at all. I, oh, I, th- I, I think it's it's a small part. I, I I would call it an ensemble cast. We spend a, it, I know we're focused on Rod Steiger and Callan, but Lauren Hutton and um, uh, what's his name? Uh, oh, I know you're thinking the guy from Ferris Bueller. Um, yeah, no, that's yeah, not L- the guy uh, Liam Ward, Stanford. Liam Ward, who? Oh, the father in Ferris Bueller. You're right. Yeah, Liam Ward. Yes. Yeah, uh, Lyman Ward. Lyman. Uh, yeah, I mean they they are, they have a, a major role in the film, and she spends a lot of time. And I love the idea, like Lyman, he, he's a he's a, a politician who's trying to get uh, handouts from businessmen like Callan, and he's also has killed his uh, his um, mistress Secretary. and 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 framed a black man for it, of course. <laughs> and uh, well, what else are you gonna do? Well, and yeah. so she knows, and all she does is torment him endlessly throughout the film. That's right. And, and at one point she says, you know what? I'm your punishment. It's either me or jail. <laughs> and he's just like, will you shut up? <laughs> it's, it's so great because it, 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 you, you can definitely see that happening like on a soap opera. Sure. Like being played through. And it's just a great character. She's evil, but she's like a necessary evil to him. Mm-hmm. And and uh, I mean again, Lyman Ward, Lauren Hutton, Isaac Hayes. I, yeah, Aloysius. Oh, he plays the character uh, Aloysius. Old enough to kill, old enough to die. <laughs> they played I, most of his best lines in the trailer. Well, that's right. He goes, "How about a nice, nice dinner, some Kentucky Fried Chicken?" And he's like, "No." He goes, "They make good chicken." <laughs> <laughs> Even down to Zelda Rubenstein uh, playing the maid. I mean, oh my yeah, the, yeah, it's her pol- the, the woman from Poltergeist. If anyone can't picture yeah. her, you know, lead us, lead us to the light. The little short right. lady, Mitch Pileggi. Mitch Pileggi, love Mitch, Mitch Pileggi. Yeah, X Files, X Files, shocker. 
What? Nothing. I didn't want you to start running through a laundry list of his films yet. I was just going to say Mitch Plague and Shocker, that's all. Damn you, man. Uh-oh. Did, did, did I accidentally... <laughs> uh, never mind. Keep moving. Keep never moving. mind. Well, we'll get to that. Keep moving. Keep moving. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, just a great character. It's, it's a great character movie. All the actors are just... Uh, every uh, every actor like takes the screen on. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, I mean, well, like Specifically Mitch Pelegi. I love him so much. Uh, and they're, they're just kind of talking to him when he's in the cell. They're bringing in a new guy. And he's like, and what about you? You know, or do you feel... You know, sorry for you know for the man you killed. He goes, no, he irritated me. <laughs> I loved this so much. <laughs> he he irritated me. <laughs> Actually, I think he threw a fight. He's like he fucking irritated me. Now, now it's just the, so the kid, good. The the kid they kill. Uh, what was the kid's name? Is that uh, I'm trying to. I I didn't look up his name. I swear he's from something else. The kid? What kid? The kid with the, the kid. overbite? The kid, the 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 kid that uh, old enough to kill, old enough to die. That kid, the kid. That yeah, he was in kill. one of the in the Freddy films. I think he was in uh, the Freddy's Revenge. He played the deaf kid. And he was the one that got the Q-tips in his ears. Pretty sure that's him. Really? That was the one where he's going through the woman's purse and he's like, "She's fucking dead." And he's like, "I meet her, yeah. maid. She's dead." And then, oh, you know, he nabs him. I believe he was in one of the Freddy films. I think it was uh, Freddy's Dead. What was his I, name in the movie? That's why I can't remember. Uh, uh, when I see it... I'll, That's killing me. Is it oh, Ricky, we, Dean, Ricky Dean Logan? I think it was Landon. Yeah, Landon was his name in the film. And let's see. Was he in Freddy's Dead like I think he was? Yeah, he's, he's in a Freddy film. I, I already see it. It's Freddy's oh, Dead, though? He was back. At the, he was in Back to the Future Part Two. Oh God, Freddy's he was. Dead. Yeah, Freddy's dead. Okay, final okay. he was the one that got the Q-tips in his ears. His mother okay. fucked up his hearing, and uh, you know, Freddy fucked him up. You know what? Uh, I don't remember that because I honestly have to go back and revisit the entire series because I don't remember anything past Part Three. Oh God, I saw that one in a fucking movie theater. Yeah, me, me too. We shouldn't talk. Actually, about that, that came that. out the same year this movie came out. You know what? A couple years ago, I did a marathon where I watched every single Jason film in a row. Oh, God. I, sh I should go back and do that with Freddy. You know, I was just thinking about Jason this morning for whatever reason. I don't know, maybe because Halloween's coming up. And I was back thinking about the remake that they did in 2009, five fucking years ago at this point, and how they never Horrible. bothered. It was Horrible. terrible. How they never bothered to make another movie. And they even had one slated, and uh, they had... Uh, a release date and it was going to be called uh, Friday the 13th Part 2 in 3D. And I remember in the beginnings of this <laughs> I think show we talked about that. We I did. We in the beginnings was, of this was, show, like the first 10 episodes we talked about how that was a stupid idea. <laughs> it's like, really? Part 2 in 3D? Come on. Cause, yeah, because the, the whole thing, it went, you know, you got Jaws 3D, uh, Freddy was in, th uh, Jason was in 3D originally. 3D. You, you don't, you can't pull that in two. That's just, it doesn't ring. Hell, at that point, Iron Man 2 had not come out, and I called it then that Iron Man 3 would come out in 3D. I said, I bet yeah. they don't do two in 3D. They'll do three in 3D because they fucking get it. That's not a huge leap. Um, no, but it's not. yeah, for Freddy and Jason, both remakes, they never bothered to do anything. It's like, oh, okay, no one liked them. We should stop. Yeah. Yes. Halloween, no. they should have stopped. Now, on the other hand, that uh, Friday the Thirteenth remake I think did well. I think it made twenty twenty five million that weekend or more. No one, I, I don't, but I think critically though, I think just no one liked it. Well, the fact that it made that much money is—it's kind of—I I have to be honest. Eh. Uh, the fact that it made that much money, the fact that they didn't tr attempt a sequel, it, it's kind of to me, it's kind of a little shocking that they didn't. It's like. I'm not it had, surprised. I think it may... You know what? I'm going to look it up. Because I think it, it had a very, very large opening weekend. Uh, yeah, but, but, um, but again, opening weekend. But I, I think they also look at things like, like uh, you know, viewer feedback, reviews, and honestly, oh, yeah. like that... Well, hey, how that, many movies come out that's, that make a huge yeah. amount of money and suck, but they still sure. make a sequel? But, I mean, Freddy, yeah. I mean, Jason, yeah. Freddy, yeah. Oh, we're redoing the franchise? Yeah, let's go see it. But then when everybody says, yeah, that sucked. Well, wait so, a minute. Hold on a second. I'm on the IMDb page, and 
it, 2009, it made 40 million its opening weekend. Okay. All right. Well, here's here, here's where it's bad. It made 40 million its opening weekend, and then it made total. It made 65. So it only made 25 more million after that. That uh-huh. goes to show just how many people didn't like it and stopped seeing it. But yeah. It's there's a Friday the Thirteenth film slated for 2015. Another uh, remake of the original. It's like they decided it. the yeah. 2009 one didn't exist, and they're going to start over again. Well, they do that. They do that with Texas Chainsaw every five years at this point. Yeah. So why and then not? They, they still have Friday the Thirteenth Part Two in 3D listed. <laughs> <laughs> in production forever. Yeah. It made ninety-one million total. The budget was only nineteen million dollars. Right, to me, on. even if people hated it, to me that's a risk worth taking. Now I think we derailed a little bit, and we a little, could, we just should, a little. We we could probably save some of this for a more Halloween-based episode, like the week of Halloween. Yeah, that uh, is true. Um, which which is probably going to be our uh, the the episode or whatever you challenge me now, because I'm going to be in Indiana next week. Fine. That's fine. So that just came up. So that's that's happening. Um, Excuse me. Ugh. Although honestly, I could try recording from Indiana. We'll see what the hotel internet's oh, like. I'm not oh going to be doing anything else. Oh God. <laughs> we could always. Be, try. That might be fun. The time difference would be interesting too. Uh, oh, that's right. You're an hour behind. Yep. And will have will we have changed the time here, or is that at the end of the month? I don't care. Someone will tell me. My computer will tell me when it, when the time goes back. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, anyway. All right. So uh, that's interesting. And the film I'm challenging you to is appropriate for Halloween anyway. So. Well, good. Yeah, I wonder cat, what it is. The cat's kind of uh, out of the bag already, you bastard. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> now, I mean. Well, let's so, keep but, pretending that. So, I mean, what else is there to say about Guilty as Charged? Uh, the, the film is basically uh, the, 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 the uh, storylines intersect when the black man that's been framed for the murder of the politician's uh, um, secretary, secretary mistress is the word I was looking for, and oh. uh, uh, is captured by Kalen, and Kalen approaches uh, Stanford, the politician, oh, okay. to witness it, and then there's like the whole thing comes to a head as, as both storylines merge at the end, and the whole idea of uh, you know are they gonna, is the wrong man going to be executed, etc. Morality right. comes into play, but not without, but not with the sacrifice of any kind of fun. Well, and, well, exactly. Uh, and, and what's interesting about that, we've talked about this a bunch of times on the show. When we like a movie, it, it's it, it's it's insanely hard to review. It is. Because you, you don't find enough things to talk about. We talk about the parts we like, but, you know, you like all of it. So what are you going to do? You're going to go, you know, minute by minute, you know, every every 10 minutes, you know, this is what I liked in this 10 minutes. It's, it's hard. And, uh, you know, it makes it difficult to review. And, I, and, I, and in some ways, I probably should have challenged you to one of the many other horror films out there involving, like, death row inmates uh, as, a, as a challenge well. from Death Row Game Show. Uh, but, uh, again, I, I like the film, and every now and then, we, we it's only so long that we can, you know, poke fun at bad movies. Right. Uh, and even Death Row Game Show, we didn't hate that much. It was just uh, pointing well, out I, some... You know, I, yeah, I liked I, it a lot. It's a film I grew up with. I, I'm a little biased because of it, but in the end... I think it was just genuinely. It's it's mostly a funny film. You know, I liked it. It's one of those late night films from my youth. Yeah, which... uh, but uh, this is probably the most charming serial killer, death row serial killer uh, movie you'll ever see. Absolutely. And Rod Stark, oh, no he's almost it. like Santa. He's like the Santa Claus of the death sentence. Yeah. <laughs> really is. It's just so and, and like he keeps everything a secret, but again, he's not gonna like kill witnesses to protect it he's like oh well you know this is how it has to be and the nope. ending which i'm not going to ruin I, okay. is so perfect now one, one thing i want to bring up about the ending oh and i'm not going to ruin it either but there's that one shot in the ending uh that i could swear and it, it's the shot that was like stop motion you know at the very very end uh, it was the electric chair part of the ending okay okay you, you know what i'm saying did you know the I part i'm so. talking about without ruining it it's it's the part for the electric chair that kind of it's like stop motion it kind of uh animates a little bit anyway where you're i'm ta- getting where you, i'm going are with you that talking, 
Wait, are, are you talking about before or after the epilogue? Before. Before, okay. Yeah. No. This is at the end. Yes. You gotta be more specific. It, it's, it's after the epilogue. Okay, after the epilogue. All right, I have to go it, back and take a quick look at that then. Well, anyway, what I'm, where I'm only going with it, and it's kind of silly that I'm bringing it up, but... Then why? Well, then why I've never seen no. this movie. I've never seen this movie until you challenge it to me. But that scene, I could swear they had in compilation uh, discs uh, for like horror films. You know, like when you know they throw together a bunch of like different uh, you know scenes from movies, like iconic you mean, films. You mean you mean like a compilation? I said that. I, I actually <laughs> I said compilation. <laughs> That's why I said it. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh wow, you're a dick. <laughs> 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 anyway, uh, you know, like when they show little little excerpts from like Evil Dead, Evil Dead Two, and then Ch Texas Chainsaw, Friday the Thirteenth, Freddy films. I could swear, I could swear that the end of the film from this, that quick little you know you know tidbit is not, in some about, compilation discs I've seen. You're not talking about after the credits, are you? No, no, no. It's before the credits. Okay, I'm it's checking that out right credits. now. What part's on the screen right now behind us? It's, uh... Aloysius is talking to uh, the one black guy. He's offering him the chicken dinner. Kentucky Fried Chicken Dinner. <laughs> they make good chicken. Yeah. <laughs> they got good chicken. Don't you like I, chicken? You're not aren't you? I'm not seeing the part you're talking about, by the way. It's at the end. At, at, at how far at the end are we talking about? It, it's literally, um, it, okay. Without ruining the ending. Yes. It is after she breaks in. Okay, after she oh, breaks in. Hey, it's right I, after that. All right. Sure. Got a lot of dead silence here. <laughs> well, keep talking because I. Well, I, anyway, I, I, it's that scene at the end. I could swear, I could swear I've seen that. Like maybe you remember when MTV used to do, um, no. uh, like every Halloween they'd always have like uh, horror film excerpts and all that. And they'd have, uh, the, do you remember that uh, stop motion animation they had of the hand coming out of the ground? You know, what was that called? It was called, um, like Midnight Matt. Like Chiller, Chiller Theater, Chiller, something like that. So, something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they would always show, like, little cuts from, from horror films and whatnot. And I could swear, even though this isn't really a horror film, it's actually not at all, this scene was in that well I'll, I'll we'll have to talk later because i don't see anything i, I have no idea what you're talking about and it's I'm a not stop it's a anymore. stop motion scene f with the I have electric no idea. chair I, again I, I you keep saying that i have no idea what part you're talking about i have to go back and look it's at the very I, very end it's I, it's I, like, I like two, five minutes before the credits roll right that and you repeated that and i ha can't find it <laughs> i don't want to waste any more time on it and when okay. I, I revisited the film but i didn't watch the real i've seen the film like countless times over my right. life so i didn't watch the last 10 minutes uh, just because I was in a, I was doing some other stuff, Fine. so I revisited the majority of it. It's fresh in my head because I, I literally watched it this week. Right. So I'm sure you know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> anyway, but there's um, great. I mean, great lines in the film. Every 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 character has great lines. Everyone delivers them with just enough overacting where it's not a serious film, but right. it's still it is not just does not descend in the camp. Uh, it's just it's it's a beautiful little beautiful little movie. It really is. It'll tear it my really eyes. Yeah, I'm actually I'm I'm adding this to my collection of films. I liked it that much. I knew you'd like it too. Yeah. Yeah, I, I liked it that much. So this is definitely going in there. If you're a Lauren Hutton fan, must see. If you're a Rod Steiger fan, must see. Yeah. I don't know if anybody's actually a Lyman Ward fan, but if you are, must see. Yeah. If you like him so much, if, if you can't get enough of him in Ferris Bueller, then uh, this is the film for you. He actually has lines in this movie. 
he had, he had plenty of lines in that. I mean, he's been in a lot of other Did films. Ferris Bueller? I feel, like, no, not really. I, I feel so bad like with, with actors like this where like you know he's got a ream of work. He's done so many other, other films and TV shows, and it's always just like yeah, yeah, yeah. The father from uh, Ferris Bueller. I feel guilty. It's it's so it's it's just such an iconic film. I know. It's, it's hard not to just associate him with that always. You know, he did a it, lot it, of- it just is. It's like they had the interview with um, um, what's his face? Um, oh shit, the guy that played Gus Fring on Breaking Bad, uh, something Esposito, I think yeah. is, is okay. He's been, <coughs> excuse me, he's been in a ton of shit, ton, but he's most well known for Gus Fring. And actually had him in an interview, and he was, he says, you know, I love the character, I love the show, I'm almost mad that he's more famous than me, but I get to play him, you know, the, the, those were pretty much his words. And, yeah. I mean, he's been in everything. He was in, um, he was in that Buffy the Vampire Slayer episode, One More with Feeling. He played, mm-hmm. uh, like, the devil, or the demon, yeah. or whatever, and he was great in that, you know, but nobody knows that's him. And here, here's a coincidence. Fan, yeah. uh, just glancing over Lyman's uh, other work, yeah. uh, Nightmare, Nightmare on Elm Street 2. Oh, really? <laughs> we got two Nightmare on Elm Street people in here. Wow. So if you want to second-guess your choice, you could always I, double... <laughs> I, I really don't. I really don't. Because the second you challenged this to me, uh, I immediately thought of the film that I'm challenging to you. And then there's an actor connection as well. And it, it, it not only is it an actor connection... But oh, really? it's a it's a thematic connect. Yeah, shut up. It's a thematic <laughs> connection, and I'm like, there's no way I'm not challenging it to you because it is one of my favorite uh, '80s films. Uh, so, well, you know, we could probably just review it right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we probably could. Um, uh, but, I mean, but I mean, I feel I feel bad shortchanging guilty as charged a bit because there's not much to talk about. Uh, you know, no. it's always it's, there's always less fun things to talk about when you like the movie. That's right. Uh, it's, that's just the truth. I mean, I mean, my favorite part again when he dives through the window and when he's sweet talking to the girls. Oh no, no, yeah. dear! It's all about justice. I mean, any other parts you can think of that you you like stick out? I, I love when he when he when he when he uh, <laughs> when, when um, Laura Hutton is is torturing her husband. It's like right. you don't have the balls to hit me. And he goes ahead and backhands her. Backhands her. Backhands right. her. <laughs> <laughs> There's that nice moment where like the the dynamic changes. He's like. Uh, you're gonna regret that. <laughs> <laughs> she plays it. But I like watching her get beaten. Not be, not for that part, but because she's such a strong female character or actress right. that you like you know the minute it happens that that wasn't a good call. <laughs> no, yeah, that felt good now, but you're fucked. Yeah, no, that's true. Uh, one of my, uh, my one of my favorite parts. I mean, th- there's so many that that are, that are great. Like little ones, like you were saying with um, the the one guy that tried to rape um, Heather Graham, but the guy from Nightmare on Elm Street, where he's just in his apartment and he's just looking through, you know, <laughs> leafing through a purse, and he's just like, he goes, "What? What? Three dollars? <laughs> you know, I did it for three dollars." And then he's like leafing through it some more. He goes, "I'm gonna kill her. I'm gonna kill her." <laughs> he goes, "I can't just kill her for no reason." Me or maid. She's dead. <laughs> One of my favorite parts in the film. Just, just his face. His, just the the reaction in his face, and just how, it just it was funny too. You know, it just comes off as is just funny, and it just, and they keep talking about how he's young and how he's getting away, and I'm like, well, I don't know. He kind of looks like a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> to kind of pushing the he he's young and that's why he's getting away with this shit kind of thing. But I thought that was still good because he has such a weird looking face, <laughs> a yeah, terrible I, overbite, you know. And I think most of the people were picked for their like uh, caricature looks. I mean, everybody's a bit exag- a little over exaggerated. Right. Everybody's in you know, a larger than life, so to speak. Now we 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 some we haven't. I don't think we talked about writers and directors uh, on the last few things we talked about too much. Mm. I, I want to point out that the writer of this, uh, Charles Gale, uh, he's only done a couple other films, and one of them is Ernest Scared Stupid. <laughs> Didn't think I could get fresh Miak, did you? <laughs> not my favorite. Not my favorite Ernest film. 
No. Play, I, it has one of my favorite earnest moments because it's so wrong. Mm. Which one is that? Uh, it's, it's, it's the whole thing is, is they're trying to stop a curse that's going to kill all the children. Right. Uh, at, on Halloween. And he's he messed up doing it. And so he, he turns to uh, Eartha Kitt, who's the witch. He goes, uh, but only the children, right? <laughs> <laughs> With a smile on his face. It's like, uh, but I'm, I'm safe, right? <laughs> it's such a perfect moment. <laughs> it's it, like it's because it's funny. And then like two minutes later, you're like, that wasn't so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It, it's just one of, one of my one of my favorite moments in my not favorite Ernest films. Uh, I, I think the best ones are the ones they didn't tie to holidays, you know, unfortunately. Sure, like uh, Ernest goes and then, to jail. And, and then the classic the tr- Ernest, you know, uh, goes to uh, Ernest. What is it? Ernest goes goes to camp? That's the very Ernest first one, right? Yeah, so Ernest goes to camp. Uh, was Ernest go- scared stupid next? No. 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 It was no. Ernest goes to camp. Ernest goes to jail. Ernest scared stupid. Ernest saves Christmas. I think that's the order they're in. Ooh. I can find out. That's easy. We have to find. You know, you know what the problem is. Uh, over the years, I become so biased because Ernest Goes to Jail is my favorite Ernest film. Period. Oh yeah. I think it's actually totally, totally agree. My, yeah. So I, I, I've lost track of the actual order of the film because I don't back. Oh, wow. I don't go back. Okay. I don't even watch the original anymore. I just watch Ernest Goes to Jail. I haven't seen the original in a really long time. Oh, ages, ages. And it's funny. It's fun, but it kind of it's one of those uh, kind of kids' films where it falls apart in the third act. Well, I wouldn't have put this together like this. It's Ernest Goes to Camp in 1987. Yeah. Then Ernest Saves Christmas in 1988. Oh, yeah, I got it ass backwards. Chris, Christmas was the very next one. I would have then never Halloween, put the Christmas right? film. Then Ernest Goes to Jail, 1990. Oh. Then Ernest then, Scared Stupid. Then, let me guess. Hold on. Then it's Ernest Goes to uh Ernest Goes... Uh, I, 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 no, I forgot. I can't... Because no, the rest were direct-to-video. Because then there was uh, Ernest uh, Rides Again. There was Ernest uh, Ernest Rides band. Again is the very next one. Right, and then that was like in '93. Ernest goes to school. '94. That was. The and next then one. Ernest, Ernest, uh, Ernest. Uh, then he like went to Africa. Ernest goes to Africa. <laughs> Nineteen ninety-seven. I, I own that one. I've never seen it. <laughs> oh really? I own it. I bought the like I bought this complete Ernest set that has like even the commercials and stuff in it it was in a bargain bin for two dollars oh, and God. i have yet to watch it <laughs> <laughs> and then the very last earnest film he ever did was oh, Ernest wait, uh, in oh no no tell me because i can't think of it Ernest in the army okay 1998 I, which in my head it was like, i've which i've actually seen most of it is so god awful i've never seen it i do I, not want to head- remember Ernest P. Worrell or Jim Varney in, in that movie in any way. In, in my head, I was like, the last one, he either joins the army or he plays basketball, and I couldn't remember which one. So, <laughs> uh, Poor Ernest. Yeah. Uh, any, anyway, but yeah, and, and the, the, the director, Sam Irvin, it looks like the, uh, the biggest thing he ever directed, unless I'm wrong, besides Super Bowl, is Elvira's Haunted Hills. Oh, God. He directed Oblivion in 1994, but uh, that was uh, direct-to-video direct. Oblivion. That's like that's like right up there with Arena. Hmm. Okay. It was like a sci-fi western. I don't know if you remember that. No, I don't. Well, I shouldn't it, say I don't. It, I don't re- recognize the name. The film uh, I might have you, seen, you know, late night. You know what? I, I guarantee you've seen the box cover <laughs> in video stores. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Alien with an eye patch, a sheriff's badge. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I think I've seen that. Yeah, see, they, I told you. Told yeah. you. Yeah, I'll pull so, it up real um, quick. But I, that sounds just stupidly familiar. <laughs> now, do we do we want to, are we done as far as like, uh, do we want to rate guilty as charged? Yeah, definitely. Now, I'm going to give you my biased choice. Uh, I want to say. I'm going to agree. Oh, no. <laughs> You're like diving in, waiting for me to say like six or something. I was, I was, I was really expecting you to say seven, and I was going to be on board with it. I honestly almost said seven, but I jumped right to ten. <laughs> no way, dude. Can we give it? Can we give it an eight? Because I think the film succeeds now, on every hold, level. It tries. Yeah, but here's the thing: we really have to, we really have to sit back, and and really take a look at that eight because we've never. 
in the five years that we've been doing this show, because our anniversary, it, shit, did it pass already? Oh, huh? What? I don't know. Did it? Our five-year anniversary is this month. Anyway, in the five years we've done the show, we've never given a film an eight. Ever. Really? And I don't sure. know if Guilty as Charged should be that movie. We, did, we didn't give Titanic an eight? <laughs> no, we didn't. All right, I, I, I won't go lower than seven, though. No, I I won't. Listen, I, I think seven is great. Um, ooh, man, we suck dick. Uh, well, our fi- we, we our five-year anniversary was, was October 8th. It was a few days ago. It was last week. Well, I, I was, like, out of town. You were, you, were, so you were gone. You were gone. Yeah. I was in Vermont drinking heavily and, and looking at trees. <laughs> and then episode three, God, episode three, uh, was October 13th. Yeah, that was when we were doing an episode a week. <laughs> That's when we were, like, really, like, hoofing it. Because we'd have to go to each other's house to do this shit. Which we brought up countless times on the uh, show. Yeah. So, so seven, we're going? Seven is good. This is, <laughs> seven this is, is episode 152. Didn't mention that at the beginning. Oh, no. Yeah, th- uh, by the way, uh, you're listening to episode 152 of uh, Movie Sucktastic. Yeah. Uh, film uh, Guilty as charged. Hard to find films. So it only has 225 votes. Uh, five is oh, the highest wow. with 19.6 on IMDb. That's and it's, it's all across the board. I, the, the highest demographic is 6.6 with females aged 30 to 44. Laura Hutton, Lauren Hutton right there. Uh, lowest demographic is 4.3 with males aged 18 to 29. No nudity. <laughs> so th- there you go. Yeah, I've seen this movie Oblivion. I know that fucking stupid character. <laughs> what a you. shitty fucking character. What well, a shitty movie that was. Now it's horrible that we we've reviewed a film that we highly recommend as a good movie, as uh-huh. a fun movie, and it's not available anywhere. It's not available. You can't find it anywhere. So you can't even anybody, overpay to watch it on one of the streaming sites. So if any of our listeners wants to watch Guilty as Charged, contact me on our Facebook page, and I will send you a copy of the movie. You know, not for anything. If we upload this movie, or I should say this episode, and we don't get flagged, I bet we can upload the film. Well, and we have, can try it, that. have it on YouTube. In the meantime, I'll Google Drive it to anybody that wants a copy since it's like out of print and unavailable anywhere. I'm dead okay. serious. If you're listening to the show and you're a listener of ours, contact us on Facebook. I'll send you a copy of it. Awesome. Because I'm awesome. And, <laughs> it, and my internet, it'll take five days to do it, but... Well, it's already on your Google Drive, so... Oh, that's right. Oh, did long... I delete it? I don't know. Oh, I'm you sure. bastard. <laughs> I don't know. I'll have to, you get 15 gig of free space. You don't need to delete it. I, I, I upload a lot of movies. I have a lot of people. I just I just had to send somebody to the last Boy Scout and Long Kiss Goodnight because they'd never seen them. Oh, God. They've they just been playing Lost Boy Scout on, on cable. Like, endlessly. Just like for Halloween this month. Not everybody has cable. And I have it. Oh, and it's, it's, it's funny. Like, like I have... It, it's it's Yeah, I still have it on my Google. Oh, good. But no, I, I yeah, I'm I'm I, I use my 15 gigs of Google Drive. Yeah, I, I sir, don't. I, I don't. I u- well, you know when I use it, I use it when I when I put stuff on there for you. That's about it. Oh, that's because you're sweet on me. Oh, I am. So now, so I, I'm I'm dying of curiosity, sir. No, you're not. Stop what, it! Stop it! <laughs> what 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 are you going to challenge? What po- what film could you possibly have found that has a, an actor from Guilty as Charged right. and also deals with the theme that involves electrocution of of a, a killer convict? I don't know. I don't know if you're going to get this one. This is a toughie. Uh, g- give me a hint. Uh, there's electrocution in it. Uh, horror yeah, show. Then <laughs> you're just being kind now. It <laughs> <laughs> uh, has to do. Wishing, <laughs> now you're wishing you challenge me the horror show. I actually just downloaded that recently because I haven't seen it in a long time. I've had that uh, for a while because I, that was uh, we talked about this on the show. That was dubbed Halloween Three, but only uh, in like, House Europe. Three. House Three. House Three. You're right. I'm sorry. House Three. Uh, thank you. Um, mm-hmm. But it has absolutely nothing to do whatsoever with the House franchise at all. But well, they called it that well, in Europe, you, I think. Can you call it a franchise when there's only two movies? I guess you can't. I, I mean, I, you technically you can, but it just feels like cheating. It's like... 
Yeah. It's, it's like owning two things and calling it a collection. This is my collection. See, you have two of them. <laughs> There's only two. <laughs> but I collected them. Yeah. Yes, they're, they're all mine. Um, all right, so the, the main character is uh, a convict, and he's sent to death row. Mm. And is actually and, electrocuted. But I'm guessing the story doesn't end there. It, <laughs> uh, you are correct. Yeah, I'm not going to ruin it. So you, you can you can inform the audience and myself of what we're going to be reviewing this next episode. All right. It is the Wes Craven 1988 film. Shocker! Can you believe it? <laughs> I'm shocked. You're shocked. <laughs> Starring Mitch Pileggi, who pretty much revives the character of Horace Pinker from Shocker in the small part that he has in Guilty as Charged. That, that is pretty much Horace Pinker, and still he starts crying like a little bitch. But Shocker came out after, didn't it? Didn't Shocker come out in 88? No, you're, you're I'm wrong. 89? 89. 89. 89? You're correct. Okay. Yeah. I said 88, like but I knew it was 89. He was a little typecast back then, I guess. Just a little. And then he moved right into this, like right into the X-Files. And he was a you know a main character on the X-Files for a number of well, years. He, he started off as kind of a background character, but they, 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 they turned him into a main character more yeah. and more. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, he was, he was, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like he was, he was an important character, but he didn't get involved in the shit until later. Uh, I think, uh, now here, here's the great thing about shocker is because it's not going to take us long to review because we, I know for a fact, we both love that film. I love it. Even with its, its weaknesses and shortcomings, uh, it's still a great film. Uh, I mean, yes. that w- a film that we think is great. I do think, however, that reviewing shocker will open the doors, especially on the, in the Halloween month for us to discuss Wes Craven's body of work. Yes, so we can combine the two and, and make it a proper episode. So we can make it shocker and more. And we can and just more. talk about Wes Craven's shit because, uh, I mean, I, I don't want to challenge you to a Wes Craven film after uh, we no, watch shocker. I, thank you. But, <laughs> but, but if I do, it's going to be, you know which one it's going to be. Uh, Just take a guess right now. If I if, if I was and I'm not going to. If I was going to challenge you to a Wes Craven film after we watch Shocker, which one am I going to challenge you to? To hurt, gonna, to hurt you. To hurt to you. To hurt me. Is it going to be my soul to take? No. No. To hurt. That's too me. new. To hurt you, dude. Well, let, I'm okay. Going, let, let me tell you something. Do I'm not pass. Gonna... Go. Go directly to house uh, people under the stairs. Okay. I actually think that my soul to take is worse than the people under the stairs because really? I saw right. that I, I saw it not that long ago, and I could not believe how fucking bad it was. Now, people under the stairs is bad, and <laughs> but it's it's kind of fun. It's so bad. It's a terrible film, and I always give Mare shit about it because she she grew up watching that because she was a. You know, a, a, a kid when that came out, and she's partial to it. But I have to, ex- I have, yeah, I have, uh, I have to explain <laughs> how bad that film is to her on a regular basis when it's on. But my soul to take, dude, you will not believe if if Wes Craven had any mojo at all, even at all, he lost it completely. And my soul to take is. A shining example of just how bad of it because he wrote it too, I believe, which is always bad. Let's see, did he write that shit? Uh, yeah, he wrote and directed My Soul to Take, which is uh. undoubtedly why it's so bad. So, I was actually going to suggest that if you can even skim through it, watch a little bit of My Soul to Take. All right, you know, what? I'm gonna have to now because I've never seen My Soul to Take, it's so fucking <clears throat> bad. It's so bad. I think it was in theaters for for a night. <laughs> That's how bad it was. Wait, it was you know, one I, of those. I, I think what? I saw like ten minutes of it though. I'm, I'm looking at screenshots they have, or screenshots like uh, stills they have on IMDb, okay. and like there's like the, the curly haired blonde kid, and they're hiding in a closet. And I think like uh, uh, my mother notoriously into bad movies, she, but she mm-hmm. doesn't realize they're bad horror films. And I think That's, she had this on one day and I walked through and I watched like 10 minutes because they're, they're chasing some guy with a knife through the house or something yes, like that. Yes, that is the movie. That is okay. the movie. 
Yeah, I, I watched 10 minutes of that, and I didn't stay for the resolution. So, you know, <laughs> I was not grabbed. So, uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah. shit, I, 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 I walked through the room when, while uh, um, Battleship was playing. I sat and watched the second half of that film. <laughs> so, oh, well, that, that, yeah, yeah, no, no, so right. yeah, shitty movie, but damn, that's a great soundtrack. <laughs> and speaking of the soundtrack, the soundtrack for Shocker, I love the soundtrack for. Sh- I had the soundtrack well, on cassette when the movie came out. That's that's classic eighties horror film rock ballad. Just, there's that yeah point, slasher metal. Yep. Because you mentioned MTV, they got a, they had had a point where every horror film, it was like like you know how they got, they hit a point where every film has to have rap music in it. Yep. But in the 80s, it was every horror film has to have uh, heavy metal uh, or uh, hairband rock music in it. And they would have premiere uh, video uh, nights on MTV advertising the film because apparently, uh, you know, headbanging white kids listening to, uh, you know, Snake or whatever the fuck bands were playing. Snake. <laughs> I, I'm reaching. I didn't listen to any of that shit. Is that a poison? I don't know. <laughs> poison. Yes, poison did have like a snake thing. Um, yeah. Okay. But but you know it, it um that and I'm not going to mention the film because it could be a challenge. But there's a, there's a film, a well known '80s like film that kind of tackles that subject, and it's a horror film, and it it's uh, one of my uh, favorites. You know the movie. Uh, uh, oh, I'm going to mention it because I'm not challenging it to you. Oh, you're not? Uh, okay. Not not right away. Black Roses. No, actually, that's not what I was thinking. It's oh, another damn, film really? that, that came oh. out uh, like two, three years after that. Oh, uh, you're talking about uh, Trick or Treat. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yes. Yeah, we don't have yes. enough. We, ha- we haven't, we, we, because I was gone the first half of this month for the last two weeks, we're, we're, we have no time to ease into a Halloween episode, so we can't like throw a bunch of shit like that out there so i'm just gonna mention no. it yeah hot trick or treat with uh with uh skippy from uh skippy from uh family ties who he, he has a real name but i don't know yeah he does but i was i have always been growing up anyway told that i looked like skippy no i was always told that with the glasses yeah. and yeah that's great but no <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it because I didn't like hey, fucking being called Skippy. Okay. Well, this someone someone told me once I looked like Brendan Fraser. I didn't believe it. So, <laughs> although See, you have you. told me I look like TT Boy once, <laughs> without the glasses. Though. <laughs> without the glasses, though. That's, that's that's because somebody wear glasses all the time. You take them off. It's like yeah, no, that's yes. Well, the glasses I wear now are the clear ones, so it's pretty much how I look with the glasses. How I look without them. So, yeah, like what you're wearing. Yes, TT boy. Yeah, you actually stood back and went, "Woo," <laughs> and not like in a good way. You're like, no. "Whoa!" <laughs> like, Holy shit! <laughs> You're like you, Joey. In this light, you just look like uh, you look like TT boy. And I'm like, I know who that is, so I'm not gonna, you know, just thank you. I guess. <laughs> and, and if you're listening and you, and you don't know who TT boy is, good. And you're, you're better off. You've lived a fuller life, so move on. Yes. <laughs> well, odds are, odds are, if, if you've lived a fuller life and you don't know who TT Boy is, you're not listening to this podcast. So you know. That's, this is also very true. <laughs> but, yeah, right. I mean, yeah, but yeah, Shock Shocker is one of the. Uh, it's one of my favorite soundtracks too of that '80s horror film, mm-hmm. uh, hair band, heavy pseudo heavy metal ballad bullshit. Uh, it was just, it was like that weird. That, it's a weird time in that that. But I mean, you had Alice Cooper with um, Friday the Thirteenth, Part uh, Six. Jason Lives. Right. Uh, um, you had the Dream Warriors with Freddy Krueger with Nightmare on Elm Street Three, uh, and I noticed others, but those are just the ones popping in, the, in my head right now. That's right. That's right. And the tagline you know, for but, Shocker was "No More Mr. Nice Guy," which is an Alice Cooper song, which was remade by a, a, me- a hair metal band for the film Shocker. And I like right. that version of the song too. It's got a more of a, an up tempo to it, so uh, it's just it's a great soundtrack. It's a great film. The whole Satanism thing, you it's, know. It's even, you know, you've got the the, the, the title song, Shaka, Shaka. <laughs> and w- one of my favorite scenes in the film Shocker, oh, and I'll just you know give what? this one away real quick. No, no. Hang on, hang on. What? D- don't you, no stop because I almost I almost start talking about my favorite songs too. Let's just stop and save that for uh, the Shocker uh, review. Uh, we're okay, already we're right. talking about Shocker. Let's stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just we talking have, about Shaft. 
I, I almost did the same. Well, stop. No. That, All right, you're yeah. right. You're right. Because if I go into that, then it's going to lead into another scene and then another one, and then we right. are just going to review it this episode. Well, we will. I, I will try to watch my soul to take before we record again, and okay. um, uh, I'll try to watch. I'll try to do a double feature of that with people under the stairs, uh, oh, and and just see which one curls my spine more. God, and, so you're going to watch um, three movies, three movies in the next two weeks. Probably not. I said I'll try. I said I'll try. I, I will try. I don't need to watch Shocker to review it. I don't think you Me do neither. either. That's the bad. I'm gonna. You I'm know? going to though because now I have an excuse to watch it again. Well, that's right. Um, but <laughs> <Shaka>! we need. <laughs> uh, you might have been my father <laughs> once. What? Wait. What? <laughs> uh, anyway, but yeah, we'll that's talk, the beauty I'll of it. As well. yeah. Yes, we, we don't need to watch the film to review. But you're right. It's an excuse to watch it. And because Mare likes people under the stairs so much, I know she won't be opposed to watch that fucking thing either. So, <laughs> my soul to take, I, I'll have to rewatch that to get all of those bad scenes in my head again, just to remember them. Because right. when a film is that bad, you kind of just put it out of your mind. You know? You just don't want to revisit it ever again. But if we are going to talk Wes Craven, we need to talk about that movie. That's probably the worst thing he's ever done. I'm looking in, forward in my to it opinion, now. In my opinion, for sure. Well, I mean, he, he he didn't do that much besides Nightmare. I mean, he, no, that's that's wrong too. I mean, like his early career. That, I know. Shut the fuck up. We'll talk about him next episode. All that's right. That's right. You're right. You're right. We we could talk about my uh, ha, uh, my hatred for uh, some of his other films as well. Oh, we'll definitely like talk about it. And, and my love and my love for some of his other films. That's true. There's a yeah. there's a few Wes Craven films I truly do enjoy. Yeah, um, me too. Unfortunately, some of them aren't the same ones for us. <laughs> this is also very true. All right, so let's go ahead and end the show then. Okay. Night light, nice light episode. I like that. All right, so this is episode what 152 of Movie Subtastic. Yes. Um, yes. So anyway, all right. So you can go to our website at moviesucktastic.com. Download all of our episodes there. You can listen to the show right from there as well. We do this little thing called a live show every week. We use live stream, who we hate, but we haven't found anyone we like more. Fuckers. So we just continue to use them. Um, they haven't crashed my machine in a while. Uh, so <laughs> we use them. You can watch the show live right from our website, or you can go to livestream.com slash moviesucktastic and watch it there. Also, we post that link on Facebook, uh, so you can watch the show live on Facebook on Thursday nights, and uh, you can go to facebook.com slash moviesucktastic for that. Please go to iTunes. That is where we get the bulk of our downloads for our shows. And while you're there, go ahead and leave a review as well. We always appreciate yeah. them. We, we haven't gotten a review in a while. We get, uh, you know, five-star ratings all the time, but we haven't gotten a review in a while. So please go ahead and do that. Um, you can give us uh, some feedback, uh, phone, or, or voicemail feedback, and that's 908-514-4470. You can also leave us email, and the address is themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com. Uh, you can go to our Tumblr page at moviesucktastic.com. Uh, moviesucktastic.tumblr.com and uh, I think that's it app oh that's the most important thing I download download the free android app for your for your phone or tablet or any android device that you have you can listen to the show right from there you can stream it you can download it you can do wallpapers you can go to the website merchandise it's all there in one nice needy tidy package and it's completely free so please go ahead and download the app. And you can get that in the yes. pl Google Play Store. Yes. And you can also go to your favorite search engine and do a search for movies like Tastic. Google. Google it. I'm not, I'm not biased. Google it. All right. You can Google movies like Tastic and you'll get thousands upon thousands of, of search results. What, what, what are you going to do? Use fucking Bing? Google it. Some people like Bing. Who, who fucking likes Bing? My who father likes in law. Bing? My father in law likes Bing because he hates Google. Well, that's that's a, great that's a whole different episode. That's a strangers episode right there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, 
Do you have any parting words of wisdom? Yes. You can't just come in here shaking your titties around and expect to walk out. <laughs> well, on that note, let's walk out of here. Okay. We'll, we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye-bye. I said...